Welcome to Marketing, the podcast that helps you boost your digital marketing strategy with LinkedIn and with a bit of French accent. I'm François, Client Solutions Manager. And I'm Aurélie, Account Director at LinkedIn Marketing Solutions. Our purpose is to initiate discussions around digital marketing, B2B, and LinkedIn to help you align your marketing strategy to your business goals and your audience's needs. We will be joined by special guests, experts, clients, to inspire you, inform you, and help you innovate. So grab pen and paper and let's get started. <laughs> pen and paper? Francois, we're not in the 80s anymore. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, open ChatGPT, ask for a summary of this podcast, and let's get started anyway. Hi, Hi marketers. How are you today? Hope you're doing good. It's <laughs> Francois and Aurélie from the podcast Marketing, and we're happy to be with you again today. Yeah, hope you're having a great summer. And today we're going to talk about measurements. Yes, we talked about the basics of LinkedIn marketing in the first uh, episodes. And now let's level up a bit our game and talk about something that has been in your mind since long, I'm sure, something that keeps you awake at night, which is how do I measure the success of my campaigns? Oh, tricky, tricky. So, Francois, I know you're fond of media KPIs like th click-through rates, engagement rate, view-through rate, CPM, yeah. lead gen. I don't know if I'm a big fan of that, <laughs> but I, do, I have other passions in my life. But no, I'm, I think that's really the... We talked about basics of marketing campaign manager before, but I think that's the basics of measurement. So when you do a campaign on LinkedIn, that's what you will see. That's the ob most obvious ways to measure the success of your campaigns. Like, are people clicking on my ad? So if you have a CTR, which is like 0.2%, let's say, that's not good. Spoiler alert. What would be a good click-through rate? 0.5%. Uh, of course, that's depending on markets and all this. That's, you know, on your industry. But like if you are between 0.45, 0.55%, that's that's quite good. If you go above 0.7, you're really good. You're you're crushing it with your, your CTRs. Um, and with engagement rates, that's also uh, an important one. Are people engaging with your post? Do they, uh, do they comment? Do they like? Do they click? Do they uh, follow your page? Whatever they are doing uh, on your on your ads. Uh, if you are around 0.7 percent, 0.75, that's that's good in the benchmark. You're doing a great job. If you are over one percent, keep going. You're doing amazing work. Mm. And of course, maybe a, a, we talked about format in the in the previous episode. If you are doing video ads. Uh, your CTR will be lower than on a single image ad. And that's just normal because, as we said, people don't have time. They watch your video. That's good. If they don't click, well, you know, they saw your message already. Mm, you can't ask two things from your audience. So Still either not. you ask them to watch your video, either you ask them to click on it. Yeah, so, but that's a so good thing CTR to know. So CTR is going to be lower if yes. you're using video. But what you will watch is your video's view rate. So like... Did people watch your video like only the uh, first 25%, the first 50%? Did they finish the video? Mm -hmm. What's your completion rate uh, on the video? And of course, it's going to depend if you have a 10-minute video. Don't expect 
too many people to watch the, the entire 10 minutes. But if you have a 30 second video, you might have a, a higher like 15% uh, completion yeah. rate. That would be a, a good okay. thing to watch. And in terms of leads, because I know that a lot of our uh, marketers are using lead generation campaigns, uh, what's a good cost per lead and how many leads should we expect from a campaign? That's a, that's a tough one. <laughs> no, so yeah, of course. So CTR engagement rate, that's really the, the basics to know if, and basically what you will see is, is my content interesting for my audience? Does it make sense to them? Do they find value in what I post? Um, of course, when we go a bit down in the in the funnel, we want them to generate leads. Um, and, and we will watch, so cost per lead, that's a, a first thing, of course. And <clears throat> of course, like if you are around 80, that would be like a good average for, for LinkedIn. But I would say that's really depending on what you're selling, yeah. what you're doing. A lot of our customers, uh, marketers have 200 or $300 yeah. cost per lead and they're very, very happy with that. Yes, I, I even saw some clients, they have like 1,000 euro per lead and, and they're happy with that because what they're selling is way more value than that. So mm -hmm. I, I, I could not really give a benchmark because it's really depending on your industry and it's depending on the ROI you're mm -hmm. having. Of course, if you're selling... Um, like a subscription which is 20 euro per year if you're paying 80 euro for your lead that that might be a bit too much but if you have a solution that is sold for a few hundred thousand euros 80 200 that's that's yeah. completely okay especially as we know that the linkedin audience is very very receptive to ads uh, so when they're going to click on it it's going to be a, a high quality lead so yes. the return on investments i don't like that word because it's overused but it is. we have to use it today the return on investment is going to be worth it and, um, and, but also that you know there is the cpl but what's important also to watch is the conversion rate so of course, both are very closely linked, but... Um, What's a conversion rate? So it's um, how many people opened your form on LinkedIn and finally filled it in and submitted the lead. And that's a very good indicator of what's the value you're bringing mm -hmm. to them. Uh, are you asking too many things also? That's something we see a lot. People, uh, we didn't mention that in the biggest mistake done in, in, in campaigns, but many people, they like to add, to ask for I don't know, 10, 15 information when they do a legion. The marketers, like, you mean? Yes, they do that. They are like, what's your name, your surname, your email, your work email. I your, wouldn't like to give you know, away phone number. all this information. Yes, and that's, you know, the shorter your legion form, the more leads you will do. But that's a good thing to watch. Conversion rate, um, if it's very low, maybe you're not offering enough value for the information you're asking. So you should. So what's a low conversion rate? Like if you're under five percent, um, like yeah, three four percent. That's 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 okay. not enough. You and what's a good conversion rate? Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Yeah, okay. or even more. We I've seen more, but that's like yeah. If you're more than ten, ten fifteen percent, you uh, you usually can say okay, that's okay. that's that's interesting. That's uh, that's. It, I think it's great to have benchmarks. It's an average, and yes. it will differ across industries it and across regions. It differs from industry regions, also. Cool You're right. Benchmarks. Yeah. So enough with all this marketing gibberish. Uh, <laughs> I am a sales director, or I am a CFO. Oh, you put your CFO hat. <laughs> okay. I put my CFO hat on. What is your campaign on LinkedIn going to bring me what is the famous return on investment of the LinkedIn campaign that I've paid for? So 
So you're talking to me like I'm your, I'm the marketer <laughs> of your, of your company. You're my marketer. Ah. I'm the CFO. I'm the sales director. I've put a million dollars into a LinkedIn campaign. Uh, how can I uh, see the return on investment of what I've put into LinkedIn? Yeah, so that's the the most important thing, and and that's very hard to do. Basically, it's how is LinkedIn helping your sales process? Like, what are you doing with the leads that are uh, given to your sales team, for example? And the biggest, the first thing is really to be aligned on on what a lead is and and how you you know how you watch this. So, for example, what we see a lot is marketers they are incentivized in um, how many leads they give to mm -hmm. the sales team. And then they don't care what's going on after. You know, they're like, okay, I delivered 200 leads. That's I, I, I did, did my, my job. job. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And then when you talk to the sales, they're like, yeah, they gave me 200 leads and there were just two that were um, good. All the others, we didn't have enough information and we just didn't even do anything mm -hmm. with them. So trying to understand this whole chain, how it works, and make sure that everyone is aligned between all this. So you say that as a sales director, I should talk to the marketing teams. That could help, yes. <laughs> That's not going to happen. No, <laughs> <laughs> no of course, it's very important. But yes. I know that it's... Uh, it's, it's not happening much. It, yeah, sometimes it's not happening because yeah. we feel like we all have uh, separate objectives and we don't talk to, to one another. So, yeah, alignment is, is very important. Yeah, what's a lead? What's, what is a quality lead? And what are we looking for together as a team yeah and, and maybe for marketers um, trying to understand what salespeople are doing with the lead after uh, you know we talked about how many fields you need to have in your in your legion form um, do they have enough information to follow up on this lead sometimes it's not the case you know they are just getting the the email and then the sales they don't do anything with mm. emails i don't know this kind of things yeah. can happen so the integration with the salesforce yes. marketer hubspot is going to be very important yeah. so and look at your adtech partners and make sure that you can track where your leads come from so you can measure which channel has brought the most leads and which channel has brought the most qualitative leads. Yes. And the second thing that we see also a lot is um, the timing. As a marketer, you need to let some time to show the famous ROI. Mm. Shall I put investment? my CFO hat on again? I want a result in three months. Yeah. Tops. So that's something we hear a lot is <laughs> marketers measuring the, um, the success of their campaigns after three to six months, let's say. And when we talk to them, we realize that the, the sales cycle is up to one year, for example, sometimes or even more. And of course, if you are misaligned between the, the time you're measuring success and the sales cycle time, um, of course, you mm -hmm. won't see much uh, success in your campaign. So let the time to make sure that you capture the full value like a lead. Once you have captured a, a lead from a potential client, um, maybe they need one year before they turn into a sales. But you need to make sure that you can capture this when it happens. Yeah. So marketing directors should ask their CFO for enough time uh, to measure the success of their campaigns. We've got some uh, great reports on that. It's a marketing to the CFO and it helps marketing directors have the good language and the, the right arguments to defend a longer uh, look back period uh, towards their CFO. Yes. And um, maybe the last thing also that we need to keep in, uh, in mind is that many companies that are measuring the success of their campaign using first touch or last touch attribution. So mm. 
what is the first campaign that this prospect or this company saw or what was the last time they saw me and then they say okay the last time they did a search for example and so that's a search lead you know that's very like basic first touch last touch and what we see is that linkedin is usually a middle touch middle touch yeah so, so how do you measure that that's uh you know we have some tools internally so we can help our clients doing that um and you know how you can measure the influence that LinkedIn has. That's how we, we do that in the old sales process. So all touches should be accounted. And yeah, that's, you know, that's we can do that. Tricky. You can do that with so some of the reports. You can also survey the, um, the sales team, when, uh, not the sales team, the sales team yeah. should survey their clients. I like, know some marketers who ask yeah. the sales teams to ask their prospects, where did they hear about the brand? Yes. And uh, yeah. And, and sometimes the client would say, hey, I saw you on LinkedIn and this one and I saw you in the press and I saw you. and then yeah. you have all the touches at once. Mm -hmm. And that's that's how it works. Or you can also use that tech partners. We have a few partners that you can work with yeah. and Visible, they can help with that. G2. They can help with that. And we can help also, of course, with our internal data. Yeah. But therefore, you'll have to share some 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 data with us. So you ask yeah. us and we'll we'll see what we can do to That's measure it. But it is tricky to measure the, the, the clear return on investment of LinkedIn as it is a middle touch. Uh, but it's not, the, the hardest is to measure branding campaign impact. That's something we hear a lot. And I take your CFO at <sighs> and you're like, And sometimes, you know, it's very easy when you do lead gen campaign, you see leads coming in, you can say, okay, I had this amount of leads with this budget. But when you do branding campaigns, how you do you measure the impact on sales? Yeah. It's a tricky one. Well, it's crisis time, Mr. CFO. I know <laughs> that times are hard. I know that budgets get cut. So I understand that you want to cut all the branding budgets. But... I do confirm <laughs> that you should do the <laughs> exact opposite. No, it's in times of crisis that CFOs should think about the future because there are less and less people who are ready to buy from, from the brand as of today because money is scarce. So this is a good period to think about the future and to invest in brands. So, and it shouldn't be so difficult just Just put together a great video, a great uh, multi-format campaign that will foster brand love and push that to your audiences. And when they're ready to buy again in six months time, in 12 months time, they'll remember you and they'll, they'll generate leads from you. Yes. And uh, the way you can measure that, so that's long-term vision. So putting your brand and then seeing the results in, a, in, in, in some time. But you can also do a brand leaf studies. So directly in the tool always Nielsen. We have an offer on, on that to make sure that you capture like how the branding campaign has impacted the way people know your brand and the, the way people appreciate your brand, the way they would recommend your brand. Mm -hmm. So yeah, even on branding campaign, um, we can have some key indicators that helps yeah. us understand. If uh, you have a large sample, uh, so if you have a consequent brand campaign, you can you can launch a Nielsen brand lift study and it will compare uh, the image that people have uh, around your brand, whether they have been exposed by your campaign and whether they haven't. And then we compare both. Yeah. So to summarize, like like basics, watch all your media KPIs that's important to monitor your campaign and do some optimizations and so on. But when you want to capture your ROI, you need to watch like with your sales team, you need to consider LinkedIn as a middle touch, um, of course, 
But yeah, don't focus only on media KPIs to measure the impact of your campaigns. Watch broader, watch, you know, and, and, and let time before you yeah. watch the results. Reach out to your LinkedIn uh, team and they will help you find the best way to, to help you measure the results of your campaigns. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening and we'll see you next week. Yes, with a great topic because we will focus on branding, I guess. Yes, that's a topic that I love. I know, we have a lot <laughs> to say. So, talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, bye-bye.